Good morning, coaches. This is your wake up call. I'm Sandy Buadana. Today is Monday, May 20th. Uh, I want to uh, congratulate everyone who went through the uh, ni uh, 92 days, 21 day fix extreme real time workouts are officially over. So, congratulations if you were doing that. You're probably feeling very strong, healthy going into Memorial Day. Some of you are wondering what to do next. My biggest suggestion would be to get into another program and also continue your great eating habits, either with Ultimate Portion Fix or To Be Mindset. But either way, don't let the momentum go because it's just as easy to get out of that habit as it was getting into it. Uh, so we're gonna try something new today. I wanna change the order up a little bit and start out with recognition. So I'd like to bring on Mr. Fantastic himself. There he is, Darren Ashby. That always just makes my morning, Sandy. <laughs> well, you always said make it a fantastic week. So to me, you are Mr. Mr. Fantastic. I love it. Good so, morning to you. Good morning. And let's try recognition at the top of the hour. And then announcements will roll us into our coach interview. So you can take I love it. So here we go. Good morning, coaches. We have got some great recognition today as we always do so let's get into it i'm gonna share my screen here we go share away and here we are with our newest diamond coaches sandy does that look okay it sure does excellent all right jumping in with our new diamond coaches here they are congratulations to holly aldridge samantha amberg Andrew Caleb Barnes, Brittany Burke, Kimberly Byers, Cara Capel, uh, Michelle Churchill, Casey Cook, Emily Davidson, Michelle Davis, Crystal Dearman, Karen Dugas, Julie Greenberg, Ashley Grover, Melissa Hahn, Chelsea Harrington, uh, Norma Hernandez, Monica Haas from Canada, April Jones, Taffy Jordan, Katie Lambert, Brittany Lawrence Cockrell, Sarah Lindman. Jody Martino, Emma Richards, Rachel Riddle from Canada, Sandra Svetkopoulos, there we go, Elizabeth Stallman, Carla Stoffer from Canada, Jackie Taylor, Hannah Wemhoff, Kate Williams, Jill Weineman, and Bethany Zupnik. All right, now for our newest Star Diamond coaches, here they are. Congratulations to Nora Barnes, Bianca Bonanno, Sierra Leland, from Canada, Christina Sawula, and in a, an additional CBC, Allie Upham. Way to go, guys. Now our newest two-star diamonds. Congratulations to Rebecca Boland, Sarah Feldman, Kristen Lazagna. Lizagna. Kristen, I'm going to call you just to make sure I'm saying your last name right. In an additional CBC, the next two, Danielle Lichtigue and Ashley Molstad. And also, congratulations to Jenna Stombris. All right, now our new three-star diamond coaches. The first one from Canada, Heather Archer, and from the UK, Isabel Bradshaw. And coaches, we have a new four-star diamond coach. That would be Morgan Coslow. And also a new eight-star diamond coach. Congratulations to Daniela Sanchez. All right, that's it for ranks. Now on to Top Success Club Point Earners for the week. Congratulations to Antonia Hammersley, Natasha Pearson, Ashley Molstad, Holly Hillier, Ashley Smith, and Sarah Potts. All right, coaches, 
That's another rendition of the fantastic recognition. Congratulations to everyone on the call. And I'm going to toss it back to Sandy. Oh, I don't get to see you again. Oh, oh yes, you do. <laughs> so all of these people that are in qual for Summit, walking across the stage, they've got to hold it until what date? <laughs> June 6th. And that is coming right up on us two more weeks. It really there. Okay. So wait, two more weeks? No, three more weeks. Two and a half more weeks. Oh, you're right. Somewhere there. Ish. We're getting so close to Summit, it's crazy. I love it. <laughs> you just scared me there. Uh, thanks. <laughs> thank you, Darren, and have a great week. You too. So I'm going to go into the announcements today. We're going to see how that is going to play out for people who come in a little later into the call so they don't miss these great announcements. So here we go. Get out of the video. And number one. Let's push the button here. Today's the day, everybody. May 20th for plant-based chocolate recovery. It launches today at around 10 a.m. Pacific time, which is about a couple of hours right now, but hopefully a little sooner. And uh, that's FAQ 8948 or 8954. For those of you who don't know, you can go directly to our FAQ page by just going faq.beachbody.com. So every time I mention an FAQ, if you want more information on this product launch, then you can just go to faq.beachbody.com Anyway, this is Beachbody Performance's first ever plant-based post-workout formula. It's got 20 grams of pea protein, nine essential amino acids, pomegranate extract, and BCAAs, branched-chain amino acids. So get excited about that because that's a new flavor. And if you're vegan or lactose intolerant, you want to try something new, try plant-based recover. And also stay tuned for Recover Whey Chocolate. 18 serving packets are coming May 29th. Uh, here we go, Ultimate Portion Fix, the May Challenge uh, Pack Promo. Sorry, I was getting the picture there for you. Purchase any BOD Challenge or Completion Pack in May and unlock the new 21-day fix real-time workouts before they go into the member library at the end of this month. This is a free gift, which is valued at $40, does not include 21-day fix extreme. Don't forget, you can still get $20 off the Ultimate Portion Fix Challenge Pack and $10 off the kit before the end of this month. And Ultimate Portion Fix Master Series Facebook group kicks off today. All right, announcement number three, the May Succeed Together promotion with these adorable t-shirts that Darren Ashby designed. If you achieve Success Club this month uh, with our May Succeed Together promotion, that co coaches who earn their first Success Club point this month will receive this t-shirt. And upline sponsors who have at least three personally sponsored coaches who earn Success Club points for the first time also receive a t-shirt. Very exciting stuff. Last but not least, I have one more announcement, number four, and that is to register for the 2019 Beachbody Classic. If you have not seen or heard this, it's FAQ 2531. Let me show you a very cool picture, which is our physique competition 
that we do at uh, Summit every single year. And if you've got, if you got great results from a Beachbody program that you would like to show off, register by June 2nd at beachbodyclassic.com. Okay, so let me go back here. Uh, register by June 2nd at the Beachbody, beachbodyclassic.com. Here is a picture of some incredible hardworking people that uh, showed off their results at Summit. That is it for uh, the, let me stop sharing, for the announcements today. So we tried a different order so that I can go right into uh, interviewing our coach today. Let me give you the proper uh, introduction for Heather. She's got a really interesting startup story. And you know, about once a month, I feature a coach uh, who is about a year into the business. She's been into the business about 15 months, and her story is really, really very fascinating, and it proves that uh, if you share your personal story, it will resonate with people, and it'll help you connect to people in a way that creates really deep friendships. Uh, she started coaching in February of last year, about 15 months ago. She achieved elite, <laughs> get this, in just 10 months. So she hit the ground running and we're gonna find out what she did. She is currently ranked number 30 in the entire network. She's a seven-star diamond coach and an SC10 all-star. She's from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Please welcome Heather Shipley. Hi. Hi, Sandy. Thank you so much for having me. I am thrilled. You and I have spent a few uh, times uh, talking about your topic and talking about how you got started. And let me get out of the way and have you uh, just share with everybody what made you become a coach and how did you get started? Okay, absolutely. So I'm excited to just get to know you guys a little bit better and share a little bit about my background and how I kind of found coaching and hit the ground running. So growing up, I really did not have an example of long-term health or fitness. The Really the women in my family, it was always quick fixes and fad diets. And I'm from the South, so if I ate vegetables, they were thoroughly fried and salted. And so um, I also danced growing up. I danced with the Atlanta Ballet. So while I never really had to worry about my body, I was very body aware at a young age. And I remember even being in the bathrooms. I, I was in middle school when I was with Atlanta Ballet and watching the older girls kind of in the mirror. And I thought they were just perfect and beautiful and ethereal. And they would pinch this and that and say, you know, things they wanted to improve. And as I got older, I got aware of the eating disorder behaviors that were around me. And um, I ended up, I burnt out from ballet, so I did the next logical thing. So I became a cheerleader and I cheered in college. And it was kind of a similar environment where eating disorders were all but encouraged. And I remember um, when we, we were weighed, we were weighed every single month. And if you weighed a pound over your tryout weight, you had to go run until you weighed that again. And I developed in college a full-blown eating disorder, both anorexia and bulimia. And it was really by the grace of God that the day I blacked out, almost blacked out at practice, my sorority sisters and my mom all kind of staged an intervention that day. And I realized that it was a problem and something that I had to overcome. 
um, the disordered behavior stopped. And I would love to say that I started living a healthy lifestyle, but I didn't. I spent probably the next 15 years living the only example that I had known. So quick fixes, bad diets, and probably 15 years worth of taking diet pills. Um, and, you know, I, I grew up, I got married, I had a daughter and, you know, life went pretty according to plan until it didn't. And a lot of, I know I'm going way back, but this is a huge part of my story and how I connected. And so in 2015, um, we found out we were pregnant with our second child. And so we were really excited. We went in for the ultrasound and we didn't hear a heartbeat. And the doctor said, well, maybe it's a little bit too early, come back. We went back the second time and we had found out that the pregnancy was not viable and I was experiencing miscarriage for the first time. Statistics say that women who experience miscarriage, it's one in four women, experience that loss. I was actually pregnant at the same time with my three best friends from high school. We were due within weeks of each other. Um, and I actually experienced miscarriage on October 15th, 2015, which ironically is Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Day. And I truly was the one in four. And I knew at that moment that I was going to have purpose in that pain. I don't believe in coincidences anymore in my life. So fast forward back to last fall, um, I was making purpose out of that pain. And so I was in the process of actually writing a book called Broken Hearted Hope. And it was stories of miscarriage and loss, but faithfulness and healing and hope. And so um, on social media, my daughter's actually kindergarten teacher shared this post from this girl. And it was her miscarriage picture and her story. And I reached out to her and never dreamed I would hear back, but I reached out to her and asked if she would be a part of the book. <laughs> and so um, she responded back immediately and she became chapter 10 in that book. And her name is Emily Faubert. And you guys have maybe heard her story or know who she is. And so Emily became chapter 10 of that book. And um, I actually ended up having to write a chapter 11 as the book was being edited for publish. I found out I was pregnant again and actually um, lost that pregnancy as well. So the blessing in all of that is that I was following Emily on social media, obviously, and started seeing her show up. And she would post these fitness transformations every single Sunday. And I could see my body in her before. But more important than that, there was this light that was coming back to her eyes. And I needed that. And so I messaged her and I said, hey, tell me about this 80-day thing you're doing, but don't ask me to coach. <laughs> and she didn't ask me to coach. She never had to. But... Um, I was intrigued. And the reason I reached out to her and said, tell me about this 80 day thing. I'll never forget it. She posted this picture holding two rocks and she was at Disney and she said, find a husband that'll find two equal weight rocks because her hotel at Disney, her resort didn't have weights. And I remember thinking if she can go to Disney and still show up without weights, stay on meal plan and, and do this there, I can do this in little old Tuscaloosa, Alabama. So showing her show up when it was super inconvenient made me believe that I could do it in my busy life. And so show up I did. I actually ghosted her. I know a lot of us that happens to us. So I ghosted her for four months, not because I didn't believe in the program, but because um, with 80 day, I, you couldn't do that if you were pregnant. And I actually got pregnant 
two more times and I experienced loss a third time in November and my fourth miscarriage I had on January 11th of 2018. And as you guys know, 80 day obsession started January 15th. And I remember messaging Emily and I said, if this one doesn't stick, I'm, I need this in my life. I'm going all in. And I actually, I'm all, I'm, I'm a teacher by nature. So I have all these examples and I did go all in and I shared my journey from day one. Um, it wasn't necessarily my face or that, but I did show up. I showed my fridge and I, my daughter who's six and I, she was doing it with me and we would do day one, day two, day three. We ran out of fingers on day 10. So I actually, we got a felt board and she still today will sneak upstairs and put a note. And so this is her motivational quote for you guys today. She said, if you think you can, you are right. <laughs> and so um, we just showed up and shared that journey. And I lost 24 pounds on that program. Um, and it inspired me. So the reason I became a coach is because um, I wanted that light back in my eyes. And when I started to see those results, I knew this was a gift that I had to share with other women. I, you know, this is the second time I have heard your story because you first wrote it in the script and I was blown away and now hearing it again, it's just the, the amount of courage it takes to show up after so many life, you know, disappointments and challenges is just remarkable. If you are just joining us right now on the, on the wake up call, this is Heather Shipley. She's been a coach for 15 months. And we frequently do this new coach startup story, which is how did she become a coach and how, what did she do starting uh, right when she got started as a coach? So thank you for sharing that very, very personal story. Um, now you mentioned to me that you had some misconceptions about coaching. So do you want to share what those were and, and how you overcame that? Sure. And no offense if you are one of these, but I had this misconception when I started coaching that you had to be a blonde Barbie doll to be a successful coach, which is uh, there are some beautiful blondes that are successful coaches. Um, but I just, I had this misconception about this person that you had to be. I also had another misconception that you had to hate your job or want to quit your job to be a successful coach as well. And I actually, I am a professor at the University of Alabama, so Roll Tide, and I teach business communication. And so you got, hopefully you can tell I'm really passionate about helping other people and my teaching as a ministry as well. So um, I will say that those misconceptions are dispelled. You can be successful no matter who you are. I, you know, I'm in a small town where you live, what you do, if you're busy or not, anyone can be successful in this business. And just so you know, there are brunette Barbie dolls. There are. <laughs> so, okay, you're a college professor. Where did you find the time to coach? Absolutely. So my, I guess, coined phrase my first year of coaching, I said, I worked this business in pockets of time and in the car rider line. And so I actually think that did, in the, it did a disservice because it really didn't, it sounded good, but it didn't really communicate the hard work that was going into it. But um, I found time literally by taking responsibility. I hate the word busy and I, I don't, I think people use busy as a badge of honor or an excuse. And I just don't, 
like to do that. And so I knew this was something that I felt like I had to do. It was a passion and purpose I needed to share. And I knew that I was a busy person. The days that I teach, I'm behind the podium some days from 8 a.m. until 8 p.m. without a break for lunch. I'm eating beach bars and have my containers behind the computer. And so I inventory my day and I write down from 5 a.m. until 10.30 p.m. in 30-minute increments of time. And I found those pockets. I wasn't as busy as I thought I was. And um, again, my examples. So I have the business activity tracker has been one of the biggest blessings for my business. So I actually printed and spiral bound enough for um, the rest of the year. So every single day I have one of those, but before the, I call it the lovingly call it the bat, like some of us do, but before the bat came out, I shared this in the champions page, I think last week, but I had to slay the day. So just really inventorying my time and um, tracking things because I think a lot of times we think we're doing all the things, but when you put it on paper, it really does reveal your areas of improvement and showing up every day. There's not a single day, Monday through Sunday, that I have not shown up on social media since I started coaching on February 20th. Wow. A spiral bound bat book. <laughs> I carry it everywhere with me. <laughs> I love teachers. I, I love teachers. Okay, so what activity would you say is the single most effective thing that got you results? Absolutely. So, um, you know, I, I want to give you guys like tangible tips for getting results because it's easy to say consistency and the vital behaviors and showing up every single day. But um, this business activity tracker, I mean, I was in the, the group that tested this thing out and it is a tried and true method. If you're doing the things on here, you are working your business and you are going to grow. Um, one of the things that I do um, is inviting. Again, I feel like inviting has been my superpower. I invite on average about 250 people per week. And I say on average per week, it's not necessarily a daily thing because there are some days when I'm teaching, I'm off for summer right now, but when I'm teaching full-time fall and spring, there are days that I barely have time to eat my meals and get my workout in, let alone inviting. So um, some days I invite more and some days I invite less, but I commit to 250 or more every single week. Um, and so I think that inviting and then showing up on social media and getting the results for the program. Like I said, I lost 24 pounds doing my first program. I've since lost 40 pounds. Um, but I think the conversations that happen behind the scenes are what mean the most and matter the most. I love how earlier you said you show up and you show your fridge. <laughs> that made me laugh. Yeah. Um, because so it's not just you showing up, your okay. fridge is showing up in your house. <laughs> Okay, so what did you do? Okay, you had said this to me and I wrote it down. What did you do when you felt like you ran out, you ran out of people? Yes. So, um, you know, I, and when you're inviting uh, 250 people per week, I, you know, I just went through my Facebook friends list unapologetically from A to Z. And if you were a female who, were, who was my friend, you got an invitation to this because this changed my life so much. 
Um, I didn't care what people were going to think about me. I, I knew that there were people that needed this. And so, um, but there early on, I remember texting my coach and I said, well, I've gone through my friends list A to Z and I'm, I, I think I'm running out of people. And she said, I've been doing this for four years and I've never run out of people. Go find your people. And I was like, well, okay, I'm going to go find my people. So I Googled, <laughs> um, I just got to work. I didn't sit in the fear. I didn't sit in the discouragement. I literally Googled how to increase Instagram following and learn how to do that and just got to work doing it. Because one of the number one things I hear from coaches when I say 250 invites per week is, well, I don't, I don't have that many people to, who do you invite? I don't have that many people. And so um, I just got to work and thought about who was I before I joined Beachbody. And um, I go to brands or places or authors that resonate with who I am and I find my people. But the most important thing is to not overthink um, and just figure it out and get to work. I, I wanted to know, were you, did you ever queue up your first post? I wanted you to share it or you could just talk about it. Just what did your first post look like that was when you hit the ground? When I, yeah. So when I first became a Beachbody coach, um, I noticed like my, I didn't have a before and after transformation yet. I mean, like I, I just hit the ground running because I had that light and that my spirit was coming back. And so my, I guess, coming out post was a picture of me and my daughter in the backyard. And it was one of the first pictures of me in front of the camera. And so my coming out post was really just a from the heart realization that, you know, I had the fridge and I would have us, our fingers being held up, but I, for, you know, from the time she was probably two until she was five, I had no picture. I had lots of pictures of her, but I had no pictures of me in them. And so there was a good, you know, three year period of my life that I was so unhappy with my body and just depressed that I was behind the camera and not in from it. So that's what my first post was. Thank you. So what do you think sets you apart from most coaches that just start out? Yeah, I mean, I obviously, I, I know I'm like probably beating it into the ground, but the business activity tracker and doing the things day in and day out, um, I, I don't, I mean, when I remember my daughter actually this past year broke her arm literally in half and had to have emergency surgery and we were in the emergency room and um, I was like, oh, I haven't done a post yet today. And I was like, this is not about to be the day. And so I remember taking a picture of us holding hands, us on the little bed at the hospital and just, just showing up day in and day out. Um, but I, it's not enough to do a little bit of the things. I, you again, teacher in me, but I, I, I love metaphors. And to me, I think we say we want it and we say we, you want the cake, right? You want the finished cake because it's beautiful and delicious, but then you're given the flour and the sugar and the eggs, and you got to put those together, everything, because if you leave out an ingredient, the cake's not going to turn out. And then we don't want to bake the cake anymore. And so I think something that sets it apart is doing all the things at all the times and showing it up, showing up when it's, 
inconvenient. Had my coach not shown up at Disney World with those rocks, I may have never joined. So showing up in the times when life is happening, when it is inconvenient, on the days that you don't feel like it, um, and then that inviting and just not being intimidated by the work. Awesome. So you have a, a, a name for your team, Faith Over Fear. So can you talk about how that originated and, and what's the significance of the name? Absolutely. I, am a, I don't want to get emotional, but we, our team just came back. We actually spent the weekend together. A lot of us meeting for the first time in Santa Rosa Beach for our elite retreat this past weekend. So they feel like such a team right now. Um, but faith, faith over fear, it takes facing your fears. I mean, if this business was so easy, everyone would do it. And I think a lot of new coaches and not just new coaches, just coaches in general, get stuck in those fears or those valleys and the times that they get stuck and they live there. And so with faith over fear, it really is just a matter of not sitting in the fear of what people think or what people are going to say. Um, for me, I think, and, and I think sometimes people are even afraid of the success and what it's going to take to be successful. And I think the greater your purpose, the smaller your fear. And so for me, this, these programs and the community and all of it just, it not only gave me my body back, but it gave me my life back, my light. And so I just have the mindset shift that this isn't about me. This is about the Heathers that are sitting on their couches with their daughters looking up the, at them, asking them to play. And they have, they don't have the energy to be the wives and the mothers or the friends that they want to be. And so for me, it's not about me. It doesn't matter what people say about me. It doesn't matter what people think. This is such a life-changing gift that I have to share. And our team really stands on a foundation of that faith and being healthy from the inside out. It's not just about the programs and the nutrition, although those things get results. It's really the mindset and getting people to understand that it doesn't matter what size you are. If you don't work on your mind and your heart and your gratitude, your life isn't going to change. And so for me, faith over fear is just having that fearless pursuit of purpose and strength and just be having that willingness to change your life and go all in. What did, uh, what did Carl say in this past year? Oh, I love it. So at New Leadership, it's actually one of my phrases in it. At New Leader, he said, fear is not welcome here. And so that's kind of how I start out with my new coaches. I understand it's scary, but fear is not welcome here. And so, and it's funny this morning, I, I was so nervous. I felt like I could throw up before this call and my team has been reminding me our team name is Faith Over Fear. So nice. hey, hold up that sign that your daughter wrote. That to me is you right now. If you think you can, you, if you think you can, you are right. Okay. So you're doing great, Heather. The last uh, question that I have for you is about personal fulfillment and how in this 15 months has coaching, uh, what kind of rewards has it brought you? Yeah. Ugh, I'm going to get emotional, but, um, I know this sounds really super small, but like I said, I am, uh, a professor, a teacher, and my very first semester as a teacher, um, I 
I was under a nine month contract and I didn't have a job that summer. And our, our one luxury that we decided that we could afford was the uh, membership to the public pool. And so I would take my daughter who was probably five at the time, I would take her to the public pool. And when you walk in to the right, there's a concession stand. And I just remember trying to distract her and just pray that she wouldn't see that concession stand because we couldn't afford it. We couldn't afford it that summer. And this summer, um, she we're talking her birthdays in the summer. So we're like, what do you want for your birthday? And, you know, I've taught her to dream big. So she said this summer she wants to take a trip to Mexico. <laughs> and so we're planning probably an all-inclusive trip or a tropical something somewhere for her seventh birthday. And it sounds so small, but for coaching this summer, we're going to go to the pool and I don't, I don't have to worry about the concession stand. And, um, you know, I can, I can get my baby her popsicle or whatever she wants. And just, just beyond that, like I said, it's given me my body back, my life back. My husband and I are dreaming bigger than we've ever dreamed. I've matched my full-time professor salary within a year. And um, I just, you know, I want people to know that it's possible. It doesn't matter if you don't fit the mold. You don't, you don't have, there isn't a mold. It's, it's possible if you are willing to put faith over the fear and put in the work. I am so glad you said that because you had me in tears until you, you entered the disclaimer there, you know? Um, what an incredible story. And I hope that your daughter's going to get some time at the concession stand in Mexico. But you well. are so, so wonderful, Heather. Thank you so much. And, you know, I have, um, I, I, I'm going to say thank you. Um, all right. Um, I have all these affirmation cards that I do every single week, right? But sometimes the most powerful uh, quote comes from the coach itself and herself. And she said today, the greatest, the greater the purpose, the smaller the fear, which I wrote it down. Can you see it there? For those listening in, that was the greatest, the greater the purpose, the smaller the fear. She got to work. She got into action. She is a part-time coach uh, who is doing this on after hours after she is a um, professor at Alabama University. It can be done if you put in the work and that, that's it for today. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We will be on next week, which is a holiday, Memorial Day holiday. Uh, but I uh, can't wait to see you all next week. Thank you. Bye-bye.